to the Limitless Leadership Podcast. Hello everybody and welcome or welcome back to the Limitless Leadership Podcast. So pleased that you could join us today because we're going to be having a really timely conversation about relaunching youth ministry. We know that youth ministry has really struggled during uh, the pandemic over the last 18 months. In fact, I read one bit of research just recently that that suggested that youth groups are now 53% smaller on average than they were pre-pandemic. And so we wanted to have a conversation uh, about how we can relaunch youth ministry really effectively in September. I'm delighted to have my friend Jamie Price from the Limitless team joining me for our discussion today. But just before I introduce him to you and get to that, let me tell you about Limitless Leaders. Three days together of really kind of relevant, timely uh, teaching, uh, practical equipping, spirit-filled ministry, like-minded community for youth and children's ministry leaders. It's on the 18th to the 20th of January at the Hayes Conference Centre in Derbyshire and bookings are now open uh, for you, uh, for the children's leader in your church as well. I'm really looking forward to those three days together. It's been a long time since we've been able to be together, isn't it, as a as a youth and children's ministry community. So we just want to invite you to that and pray that those three days will be really, really helpful to you. Uh, if you come along, there's also an opportunity for one-to-one consultancy included uh, in your ticket price as well. So you can take a deep dive into your own uh, youth ministry and a whole load of other stuff. Go to limitlesselim.co.uk forward slash leaders to check out the full program and see what's going on there. But we'd love it if you could join us. All right, that's enough of that from me. Uh, Let me welcome to the podcast, Jamie Price. Jamie, welcome along. Hi, everybody. Thanks for having me, Tim. It's great to be here. Fantastic. Jamie, why don't you just, before we get into a little bit of a quick fire, getting to know you uh, around, uh, why don't you just tell us uh, what your role is on the Limitless team? Uh, Because I think that will help people to really understand why you're really well placed to help us have this conversation today about relaunching youth ministry yeah sure so, yeah so i um kind of head up the limitless pioneers limitless pioneers that is our ministry where we we help churches that have no young people uh reach out into their communities pioneer new youth ministries to be able to reach young people in those communities so yeah i've, I've been involved in that now for uh, just over four years um on the team doing that so that's me and doing a fantastic job if i may say so uh, <laughs> jamie so t- tell us a little bit more about that like you know that that whole process of, of going to a church and there's maybe no young people whatsoever mm. or maybe there's two or three and no active ministry going on because I know that um, you know we had plans we had ideas we had strategies but I think one of the things you found in going and pioneering different places is that uh, there's not a one size fits all model yeah. but and there are principles right that, yeah, you, that, totally. you, that you carry over but you know what what have been some of the key things that you've learned in learned in working with a whole bunch of churches I, we've worked now with 20 churches haven't we yeah. and i know that that hasn't all been you personally but you oversee our, our pioneering team yeah um uh so we've learned a lot of lessons in, yeah. inside youth ministry from scratch what have been some of the key takeaways uh, for you yeah i think it, like you said previously i think context is really really key really important yeah getting to know the community getting to know what's what's going on finding out about other local things that are happening asking young people what, what like local young people what they want to do, what they, what they would envisage, especially in the place where you say, like you said, there's nothing, no young people whatsoever in those churches. It's so important to get outside the four walls mm. and go and meet people, get into schools, whatever that can be, just so you can find a bit of context as to actually, 
you don't want to go there with the oh this is what we think should happen actually find out do your research find out what what they actually want to happen so yeah, yeah. But lo- almost two lessons to go through uh, yeah. that we've learned on the way. And, and I think one of the, you know, I, I, we will unpick some of those list- yeah. lessons because they're transferable, to, of course, to this theme of relaunching mm. uh, youth ministry. Uh, I think one of the things we've learned is that it is possible. Yeah. It is possible to start from scratch. And so for any leaders listening to this who feel like, man, I'm, I'm almost there again. I, yeah. I almost need to restart. I've lost so many over yeah. uh, the kind of pandemic period you know take encouragement it is possible and hopefully some of the things Jamie unpacks today will really help you with that but also I think one of the things that's been really interesting is that it hasn't always worked first time has no, it no. And, and sometimes we've we've had a go and it hasn't quite taken off as we thought and we've had to uh, kind of readjust yeah, yeah take a different strategy maybe, could you maybe share one of those stories of, yeah. of one of the churches where it's happened like that yeah I mean the one that jumps to mind would be in well, there's two but the one that jumps to mind would be in, um, in when we went to Stratford-upon-Avon which was 2017 now so a few years ago well, the, f- the first year we started this and basically we, we'd started some stuff we, we had a young person two young people in the church and one of them invited two friends so we kind of doubled overnight which is fantastic <laughs> but then we went for a, a fallow period between probably about six months or so where we saw no other young people coming in long and, and it wasn't for want of trying no, was it? I mean you, I was yeah. in the school every week kind yeah. of doing stuff and, yeah. and we were trying to get into community and doing stuff so but it's basically we got to the stage where um, we just changed different things even just like little tweaks so we changed kind of the age range so we opened it up a bit further and to be honest that one was just sheer persistence we just turned up every single week kept on giving our best kept on bringing our kind of A games so to speak each week and eventually we saw the breakthrough but it was probably the best part of six, six to seven months until mm. we saw that thing happen and just sheer persistence like I said yeah and faithfulness faithfulness yeah. is just so important so important just being there week in week out when it's easier to kind of to give up what what, what was it what, did, did something change to, to bring about that breakthrough was there a key moment or was it literally just you were there yeah and eventually it kind of clicked for people in the school yeah. or, no yeah. with, with that one it was just it, it people just started coming eventually there, there wasn't a big moment was another example in another church we worked in where we we basically did a outreach into a community we gave out donuts every single week to young people mm. and then, well for sorry three weeks in a row if you were coming home from school and then we did a pizza night almost like a relaunch with, within a launch kind of thing yeah and then that was the kind of thing we needed to take it forwards but again different approaches i i i've become now in this kind of role uh, with pioneering just trying things, giving things a go. If it doesn't work, that's okay. Like, yeah. move on to the next thing yeah. and, and keep keep trying new yeah. things. And really believe that God, on, like you said before, God honors that faithfulness. God yeah. honors what you do. Yeah. And we'll you'll see the breakthrough. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, absolutely. And and I think you know it's that thing of like write your vision and ink and your plans in that's pencil, it. right? Yeah, so, so, yeah. so you know you want to reach young people in the community. You, you try a, 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 a strategy, a means, a mechanism to do it, and it doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean the vision has failed. It just no. means your plan failed. It's so it. try a different plan. Yeah. Try a different plan for the yeah. same vision. You might see it break That's through. That's it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, I, we're kind of getting into the topic already, but I, I've got to, I, I want to do some getting to know you questions. So right. this is going to be a quick fire round. All right, okay, Jamie, I'll try so, so those who don't know you, listening to the podcast and get to know you a little bit. So years in youth ministry. Okay. Uh, 14. Superb, love that. I was only ten when I started. From <laughs> you wish. Oh, uh, from those fourteen years, a youth ministry highlight, something that you look back on really fondly. 
Yeah, so previous to this role, I was a youth pastor in um, a local church in, in Newquay in Cornwall, and we took a group of young people, six I think it was young people, out to Malawi uh, for a 10-day mission experience, and we all learned so much during that time, mm. and just God really did some things in all of our lives, and um, so that was a particular highlight. A lot of fundraising, a lot of, a lot of kind of... Uh, time went into getting there when we were actually out there mm. yeah it was just phenomenal I think any youth leaders listening to this who've been with young people on a mission trip will know what God does in that yeah. context and I I don't know about you but I think my experience of that has been you think that you're going there to serve the community and in some senses you are but actually God does you learn more easily <laughs> yeah. as much in you probably and, more to be honest yeah, 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 than, than yeah. you do for yeah. them in that short period of time yeah. right and so yeah. you, and through serving and through just getting out of the familiar That's you it. know God does something in young people's lives That's doesn't he it. so yeah. uh, well worth doing for sure okay so the best thing about youth ministry is and the worst thing about youth ministry is in your view okay the best thing easily is just kind of seeing young people journey with with God kind of throughout their lifetime and seeing them make make good decisions in times where you've been you know trying to um you know teach or trying to disciple them in a certain way Mm. and you see it click and you just kind of like man that's that's why you do it whether that be a a first time commitment to follow Jesus or whether they Mm -hmm. um begin to put some habits into their life maybe it could just be real simple things or small things but yeah, that, that's that, that, that's the best thing about youth ministry for sure. Yeah, when you see the fruit. That's of that it. As your labour. <laughs> yeah, you are. It's the, you just get those moments, don't you, youth ministry, where you go, oh yeah, it's worth it. That's why I do it. Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. for sure. Yeah. Worst thing. Um, worst thing. Now I'm getting a slightly older. The late nights. Oh, I feel it. I feel it. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I, you know. Give me my bed at 10 o'clock at night, not mm. sweeping the floor. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I've noticed I've become more and more impatient with the uh, reflections. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can we speed this a bit? Yeah, 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 yeah. Can we get home? I reflect, I don't get me wrong, I'm encouraging reflective practice. It's good to Do reflect it, on your sessions, <laughs> but, you know, keep it brief. Keep Do you know, what, I, I found an absolute great antidote to that. Do sessions, like, on a Monday to Thursday, because they've got to get home for school and work the next day. Yeah, so you've got yeah. Points, so <laughs> that's just me anyway. Okay, best youth ministry game. That, um, that, that listeners can steal from you yeah. from all those 14 years of experience I uh, love some of the old classics so um, Zip Zap Boing yeah just Great explain game. it for the benefit oh, of those I don't know if you can explain it's it it's hard to explain it in podcast yeah, format it's kind it? of like um, it's like a splat on something <laughs> On ecstasy, let's go. Let's go with that. It's like splat, like to another level yeah. kind of thing. Um, I'm sure Google zips that. Yeah, boring, zips that boring. And you're, Google, you're Google that. And it's one of those ones that doesn't require a lot of preparation. Isn't no, it? you don't right, need any, any equipment. Yeah, another one similar to that. Another one of my favourites is Empires. Yes. Um, yeah. So again, you've you've got people who you're trying to steal into your empire, and again, Google it. It's a really easy game, but you don't yeah. need any any prep for that either. Yeah. So yeah. Basically, if I don't have to prepare. <laughs> Happy days. <laughs> Favourite games yeah. are those which we don't have to prepare. Well, yeah. we've got lots to prepare in our sessions, haven't we? So That's it's, it. it's yeah, fair yeah. enough. Nice we like it. a nice, lightweight, low-maintenance men- uh, youth mystery game. Okay. One of the things that make you come alive, what, what, what lifts your spirit, what makes you breathe more deeply and, and keeps your kind of compassion, passion levels hot? Yeah, I mean, some personal things are things like I, I love exercise, getting out to, for runs and... Um, sport in general is, is big for me reading is something that I, I, I just love to try and kind of 
expand my knowledge on stuff yeah. and so yeah. that's kind of some of the time I actually really enjoy um, yeah and then kind of they're, they're two, two of the standout things it's obviously spending time with friends and family and that mm-hmm. kind of thing and, and mm-hmm. just in particular my world with Jesus just kind of sitting at his feet trying to find more of who he is more of his character and what he's doing in my life mm. and yeah they're, they're huge for me as well so, so what are your devotional rhythms what are like how, how do you spend time with Jesus what does that look like for you day by day in a, in a really practical way yeah I mean like I said I'm a reader so I like to read I, I read books I'm, I'm always in a book I've got something going on whether that would be at, at moments but kind of every day I try and get up before I've got young children as well so trying to get up early is always <laughs> a always a joy and a challenge but trying to get up and 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 read and pray. Uh, I'm, I go. For, I'm going each year. I go for the Bible in a year, so I'm kind of going yeah, going that's through, a good practice, through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been doing that for three or four years now. Yeah. So and one I, thing I'm doing with that because I've been doing that for a few years as well is doing a different translation. Yeah, each exactly year. what I do. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm in the message this year, which is fun. Yeah. Um, and but yeah, so that that's really important. And then, um, yeah, so that's kind of the main thing. And then obviously I pray a lot. As I'm a more of an active prayer to be honest. So. Yeah. Pray when I'm driving. Pray when I'm walking. Yeah. Pray when I'm I'm running. Sometimes yeah. I've got the energy. Yeah. <laughs> and is is that like? Do you find that when you're doing that and you're walking and praying or driving, rather than kind of just like sitting, is it something that helps you to keep concentrating, keep focused? Yeah. That, yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah. It's, it's just a distractions yeah. a little bit. Yeah. I definitely find that with like prayer walks, like going out and yeah, you know, I find that really very important. Helpful. Isn't it? Yeah. Okay. A little bit of a change of a um, <laughs> little bit of a change of tact here then. Uh, I, I, w- I was going to say equally important question, but that's just not true. Um, <laughs> would you rather be, uh, if you weren't in youth ministry, yeah. yeah, would you rather be a pirate or a ninja? So those were t- my two next career path choices. I thought, well, so like, yeah, that's what I'm asking. Really yeah. good question. <laughs> but I, I, I think I'll excel more in the pirates kind of... Oh, really? Yeah, I like, I like the sea. Okay. I feel like I could, you know, steal things. Some yeah, yeah, I'm quite good at that as well. From Birmingham, <laughs> so you know, we like stealing things. Um, so yeah, I, I'm not I, ninja. You need, to, you need to be quite like when I think of a ninja, I think of I'm not very flexible. No. So I wouldn't be Subtle. doing it. No. Yeah. 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 So I, I think okay. I'd be a better pirate than I would be ninja. So let's go pirate. Okay. And a critical question. Now you've just spoken about how how you uh, had a number of years doing ministry in Cornwall. I did. I did seven years in Cornwall. I am from Devon, okay. so I lived 18 years in Devon. Okay, not the okay. not Trumps or anything. Well, no, it is. <laughs> um, so, cream tea. Yeah. Uh, listeners, please feel free to uh, tweet us or whatever social media you're using at Live at the Ceiling, because I'd like to know your answer as well. Critical question: Cream tea, which comes first, the jam or the cream? Okay. So, prior to my Cornwall that Cornish days, I would have said cream. But I have gone to jam now. Jam first. Oh, so you, oh I got converted, converted during my time. Wow. It, okay. Because otherwise it's, I'd have got driven out of the county. Yeah. Okay. So do you prefer, like, t- oh. t- tell me some more, do you, prefer, do you prefer the taste or was it just like an, a cultural? A cultural, or, or, I felt like I had to. You know, yeah. you've you, you got to be all things to all men, haven't you? <laughs> So I didn't want to offend. It was for evangelism. It was, it was actually, yeah. I, I, I would often go and evangelise in... in um, Tea, tea, cream tea places. Yeah, yeah, often. So. Well, look, I'm from Devon, and obviously it's cream first. Yeah, and I, as I will contend till the day I die, there will be no conversion experience for me, Jamie, because um, clearly the jam is the butter substitute. 
No, the cream no. is the butter substitute. So that's why the cream goes first. It's not a, sam- it's not a sandwich, though. You're not having a sandwich. No, but if you were going to have a scone with jam and butter... Is it a scone or a scone? Um, it's, a, it's a scone. <laughs> okay. Um, if you were going to have a scone with jam or butter, you would not put the jam on and then the butter... Tell that to the Cornish. <laughs> well, I'm telling it to the yeah. Cornish. Why it, are they called Cornish cream teas? Devonshire cream teas. Oh, okay, well... Yeah, okay. <laughs> this is where we're going to dif- disagree. Yeah, I, yeah, I can, yeah. I can okay, feel. okay, okay. <laughs> now let's get into this. We we said up front, Jamie, that um, you know, the pandemic has been really difficult on youth ministry. That that report that suggested, on average, youth groups now fifty three percent smaller this wow. side of the pandemic yeah, than they were the other side of it. That is huge and I know loads of leaders listening to this because I speak to youth leaders all the time, all over the country, will be in that situation where. It, it, they lost young people during the pandemic who who haven't come back mm. as as um, restrictions have opened. Some will have done, yeah. Um, but but lots of us will be thinking um, there's a need for us to almost re-pioneer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to and and all of us will be thinking because we've had a, a year of um, our programs being messed up and yeah. doing youth ministry online, doing yeah. hybrid stuff, doing socially distant stuff with face masks on. It's been far from what we've been used to yeah, totally. and so now that we, there is a sense of return to uh, normal in terms of restrictions being lifted mm. um, we're all looking at okay how do we relaunch how do we go from what we what we were doing and how do we um, not just r- repair some of the damage but also how do we take some of the things the positive things that we've learned um, and that God has shown us and yeah. spoken to us about through this pandemic. And how do we relaunch now as we come into a new academic year, ready to start youth ministry again? How do we reset? How do we uh, relaunch? So what are some of the key things, Jamie, that you think that we as youth leaders should be considering that we um, should be reflecting on now, yeah. both on our own uh, as leaders in our times with God and in our times with our teams yeah. uh, and, and our volunteer leaders uh, with us? How would you encourage us to reflect now? Yeah, I mean, there's loads. Isn't there? I think pandemic, no pandemic, I think it's always good to reflect anyway. I think it's really good to think about where are we going, uh, you know, goals dreams your vision how are you getting towards that are you what do you have a vision is the first question mm-hmm. um a mission and vision statement what does that look like and how are you leading there but i think some of the things that i would regularly be reflecting upon when i've, I've been in, in youth ministry, particularly when at my time when i was in in Newquay, is okay let's look at the fruit of this mm-hmm. let's look at what we're doing let's look at a few key questions would be okay first and foremost a are young people engaged in this if they're not you've got a bit of a problem mm-hmm. <laughs> um B, is the, is the fruit coming from this ministry? So I've been in things before where you've seen loads and loads of, well, you've seen young people engaging, but little to no fruit. And like, is that what, what I, I want? Is what we feel God's call was to? Yeah, often, really often not, and often so you, there needs so you, to be a shift. So you've got an attendance. Yeah. But bums on the seat, so to speak. Right. But, yeah. but, but there's not the evidence of transformation. Exactly. yeah. And so, you know, it like, it almost can... We can almost feel good about ourselves, can't we? Because there are people there, and it almost can create the illusion of success. Yeah, we yeah, can yeah. Forget actually yeah. what we've been called to do, which that's is it. go and make disciples. That's it. Yeah. See, see Holy Spirit transformation in people's lives. So that's a really good reflection. Yeah, yeah. and I think it's it's always good just to. I, I've I've done it many times where you look and think, man, if how are we distinctive from a secular and youth club? 
yeah. as good as those things are, and, and, and they've got a real value in communities, I know they have, but we've not been called to that. We've been called to share the gospel with young people. Yeah. And yeah. what are the differences there? Are, first of all, is, are you sharing the gospel with young people? And, yeah. if, if, and how are you doing that? And then secondly, it, it might just need a, a bit of a shift or a bit of a, a tinkering with that, but is it being effective? And if not, why not? Let's look at some of that. Ask those questions with your team. Talk to your, your your church minister, your church pastor. What are your expectations of this? What do you want to see a yeah. youth ministry in this church look like? All those kind of questions are really important when you're kind of thinking about reshaping, reformatting, re-going again kind of thing. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's that's really, really good. Really good things to, uh, to reflect on. Do you think there's um, a moment where you were talking about considering the fruitfulness yeah. of, of the ministry. How do we know when it's the right time to stop something? Like, in order that we maybe might start something new yeah. or or change it into something very yeah. different. How do we discern, like, okay, well, you know, maybe this was serving us well for a period of time, yeah. but it seems like this this isn't this isn't working anymore yeah yeah how do we know when to stop I mean I've got a real live example of that when again my time in Nuki we I I inherited a a Friday night youth group uh youth club or whatever you want to call it that had been going for a long time and basically throughout the years I was probably about five or six years into it probably three or four years into it at this stage and we I just sensed more and more that it wasn't filling its purpose that the engagement was getting lower and lower and lower in terms of young people the team's enthusiasm was waning for a, mm. for a while all those kind of things and you just I just kind of turned up each week and I was like this isn't this isn't doing it this isn't fulfilling what it's meant to be doing yeah we're not seeing what we'd hoped to see so at that stage to be honest we just I, I remember having a conversation with my senior pastor and saying I think we should stop it I think it's the right time. I think we're not we're not seeing the fruit I talked about previously. Yeah. The young people are disengaging. The team are, are shattered and and not really yeah. enthusiastic about it anymore. I think we need to stop and just have that fallow period time where we just take take um take stock and and, and ask God to what's what's going on. And I remember that conversation. And my pastor was like, "So you're not going to be a new youth group." like kind of basically what are we paying you for kind of thing right. <laughs> not in those words yeah, but no, a little bit like that, that. The, the, the feel, yeah. yeah a little bit and, yeah. I was, and do you know what we had then um, that was the end of the academic year we stopped it and we had it was up until the fe- February the following year so it's like six months or so where we had no outreach going on and we, what we did is we took that time to pray. We regathered a team. We um, we talked to young people. We planned. We went into schools. We did a whole array of different stuff. And then it, when we did did restart under kind of a new name, new kind of vision, new you know a new focus, it was really kind of really good. And we saw a whole lot of young people engage with that that we never ever had engaged and mm. kind of had contact with previously so mm. the fallow period is okay i think i've learned that and the whole kind of notion i've shared this before in different places but the kind of no sacred cows like mm. there's apart from the bible and the words of jesus yeah that's the only thing for me that is is sacred past that that's right. the way we do yeah. youth the way we do services the way we do it's really good it, it, it's open for negotiation open for mm. change there's so many good things in what you said there. I just want to kind of take it a bit at a time if we can, because you, you you spoke about the evaluation tools that you used were, uh, as you said, what is the fruit? Yeah. But also, and I love this, you know, how are the team feeling? Yeah. 
I think that's really good, like uh, indicate. It's a really good so. metric, isn't it? Yeah. Like, is is the passion there? Are, you know, are people kind of slogging it out? And how are the young, young people feeling? Are they still getting you? Know, young people will vote with their feet. Of course they will. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So uh, you know, are the young people get? How are they? How are they feeling about it? And even those, you know, sometimes we've got young people who are, you know, kids of Christian parents, yeah. and they're there because they're Christian parents. Tell them they're yeah, going. Yeah, you know what that's I mean. It, yeah. And actually, it's time to take stock and gather around and hear the voice of our young people. Say, hey, how is this working for you right now? What are your ideas? What are your reflections? Yeah. That's so key, isn't it? So I, I love those three things, the fruit, um, the engagement, and the team That's it. As, as, as metrics of, you know, is this something to stop? But I also love what you said about how you didn't feel the pressure to stop something that, um, uh, that you felt it was the right time to stop and then immediately yeah. start something. But yeah. you really took time to pray, to, to process, to reflect, and you... I guess resisted that external pressure of yeah. why isn't what what's Jamie doing with the salary that we're paying him? Yeah. Or, you know what's what's he doing with his time? Because there isn't a you resisted that in order to properly hear God, yeah. uh, properly engage with team and young people, properly engage with communities, with yeah. schools, and then that must have given you so much more of a solid foundation yeah. to relaunch and then to kind of scrap a few things together in a few weeks and we're off again. Yeah, that's it, that's it. I think that is, and that is the danger in this, is that I think, do you know what, if you're listening and your, your, your youth ministry feels like it's being completely decimated and actually you are looking towards September or, you know, maybe kind of early when the schools go back to restarting, don't feel that pressure, I would say, to go straight away. Um, especially if you've got to a stage where most if not all of young people have gone yeah. if it, you wait for another two or three months it's okay because you're going no, to yeah. disappoint nobody anyways yeah. anybody. so I think it's important to take stock to reevaluate. and like I said I think that was the best thing we did in that, in that moment yeah. we had that kind of five six month period where we and when we did it when we relaunched like the, I remember there was a number I, and again it's not like a numbers but, but with this was quite important in what we were doing there's a number I had in my head, and I was praying this to God. I said, I'd love to see a minimum of this. On that first night, we saw double of what I was asking for. So good. And it was just like, Because wow. you're giving yourself the time to yeah. really do it well. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And, you know, that level down, of course it did, but we still had a real good core of young people that we connected yeah. with each week. And, like, like I said, the ones that we necessarily wouldn't have in the previous format. So yeah. it's, it's time to, I think... Like I said at the start, pandemic, no pandemic, it's always good to reevaluate. It's always good yeah. to like yeah. be asking this question, but yeah. I think it's almost in this moment now yeah. has forced a lot of people to do that yeah. because we're in a stage where the young people aren't there or yeah. we've lost connection with them or they have just drifted and it's time to kind yeah. of rethink and, yeah. and, and yeah. re-pioneer. Re I love it. It's so good. And it's making me think of maybe, you know, as you say, if, if you are in that situation where your youth group's really been whittled down, maybe... The, the stuff that you're doing with the young people that still remain right now, if you're not doing like program-based sessions, is actually engaging them in the process of reshaping that youth ministry. Really good, yeah. Because if because you know that it's that whole thing. If people can't buy in, they don't. If people can't weigh in, they don't buy in. Yeah. Right. But by yes. inviting people's opinions, by inviting them to get those young people to get their fingerprints on it and shape it with you, yeah. then they're going to be with you on that's that journey it. That's as, it. as you re, as you relaunch it. I think that's really really important. And I, I don't know about you, Jamie, but I actually think it's not just about 
oh, we are smaller than we were before. I actually think they're that, because, you know, you and I, we talk to, in, in, in the privilege role we have on the Limitless team, we get to talk to youth leaders all the time, and I think um, lots of us are feeling quite disenfranchised with the model yeah. that we had before. Yeah. And, you know, you talked about fruitfulness. Maybe we've realised that the fruit of the model we inherited or even built ourselves yes, yes. isn't disciples. No. And so actually it's not just like uh, kind of how do we relaunch the same thing again, no. but people are really considering actually maybe there's a different way to do this. Yeah. Maybe there's a different way to do youth ministry that doesn't just look like a Friday night yeah. youth club with yeah. a God slot yeah. um, or, or whatever it is. Maybe there's another approach. Yeah. And to find out what that approach is in your context takes time sitting at the feet of Jesus, listening to God, reflecting, envisioning, having those conversations mm. you spoke about. And, and that stuff can't be shortcut no, if you really want to be on God's it. agenda. That's you know? it, honestly. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the biggest thing I think I learned is, is that is, is that, that space when you're doing things. Like I said, if, if you're listening to this and you think, man, I need to get this done for September or early September... I'm going to personally just take that pressure away from you yeah. and say, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, and I would go as strong as saying you need to fight that. If, you, if you're getting pressure from you know, your pastor, your, your church leader, your, your, whoever is, is kind of putting that pressure on you, I think you need to stand firm and say, do you know what, I would, and like, like my experience was, you'd rather do something in six months' time that you feel you've really put into yeah. it, really invested into than do cobble something together in the next six weeks and hope it's going to, gonna fly but again though it's, it's it's like a really important point is that it's a leading up thing isn't yeah, it yeah it like, is it really you is know, yeah the, your, your senior leader you know wants to see the the evidence of the fruit of our youth ministries yeah rightly so yeah they want to know that we are if we are fortunate enough to be employed in youth yeah. ministry I know lots of our listeners will be voluntary or yeah. part-time but you know they, they want to know that you know you're making the most of the time that you are employed to do and so that's quite a difficult conversation to navigate, Jamie. If we're yeah. gonna if we're gonna go to our leaders and say, actually, do you know what? I think we need three months here to just stop yeah. and really re envision, rethink, relaunch strong. That is a difficult conversation to have with your senior leader. Mm. So if that is what we're feeling, if that's what somebody listening is feeling like, they really want to take that time to engage with team, with young people, and and to hear God and to to relaunch in a fresh way that takes that time, how would you advise them to have that conversation with their senior leader? I think the, f- the first thing would be, you know, uh, the stuff I talked about earlier, the, the fruitfulness piece. Yeah. I, th- I don't, there's not many or hopefully any kind of, um, you know, senior leaders that just want you to keep running something for the sake of it. Yeah. Actually, yeah. if you say to them, you know, we've really seen the fruit of this and the fruit, particularly over the lockdowns and over the last 18 months or so, has been going lower and lower and lower to the point where there's nothing really left. Yeah. Um, the tree's dead, so to speak. So almost that is, and it's, it's, that, it's the moment of, it's, it's, the leading up piece is really important, but selling that to your, to your for one of a better terms, selling that to your, to your leader, to your, to your pastor or whoever they, they may be, as to this is going to be so important for the longer term piece, especially if you've got no young people or, you know, you've got a handful, you can still do stuff with those young people, of course you can. You can still do discipleship stuff mm-hmm. kind yeah. of day-to-day, week-to-week with them. Absolutely. Absolutely. But not having an active thing to do your community, if that is what you feel and you really believe that God's calling you to do, 
I think you just got to be really strong in that and really yeah. and show the evidence yeah. as to why why you're in that place. And I think show the evidence. That's a really good point. It, it's not just this is what we want to do. Or it's it's why. Isn't yeah, it? it's of like, course. This is this is the reason and and really trying to explain that. And I think just the other thing I'd add is. Um, when we go to our senior leaders for big kind of change discussions like this, it's not just to say, well, this is the plan, but I think to invite their input. On the journey. For yeah. For sure. Uh, yeah. And to say, hey, you know, I really feel like this is what God is asking us to do. Uh, I, I This is the reason that I feel like it would in the long term be a really healthy thing to do. Yeah. But, but what do you think? I yeah. really value your wisdom. I yeah, really definitely. value your help. I really value your input. Yeah. Because, um, your senior leaders will see something from a different perspective. They will help, won't it? Yeah. You know, it, it will help you. Um, so yeah, that's really good advice. Thanks, JB. So, okay, let's say we've done that then and we've done that process, whether we've already been doing that over the summer, whether we're going to start that process now, but we've had those those weeks or months or however long we feel it needs to do that behind the scenes, deep root work, listening to God, getting a vision from heaven, mm-hmm. talking with our teams, talking with our young people, engaging with our senior leaders, being in our communities, doing all of that and coming up with some clarity about how we want to relaunch. What are some of the key things you think we should be considering when it comes to that relaunch moment? Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, again, there's obviously different, loads of different approaches you can take in terms of it. I think the, the, the most common way that I've been doing this over the last four years with, in my role with Limitless is um, we will we will get towards a place where we are going to invite young people into into some sort of space into some sort of group, and it's the it's the things of like I said, getting into your community, letting young people know about what's going on, serving your your people your community is the best thing you can do. Whether that's in your local school, so see if you can begin to do some mentoring in a local school or. Um, some assemblies in local school whether it's you get into do some detached work in in local parks or you know on the streets just to meet young people and to to let them know what, what's going on whether you do kind of some sort of a um, kind of community outreach day where you get you know hire stuff or get something you can some sort of an attraction where, where young people will be around and talk to them about stuff it's just meeting people in the community is really mm. important and mm. having a space you can invite them into. Mm. I said most of the things I've been doing with, with the, um, the role with Limitless in the different churches we work with is we will be building towards a launch night of, mm-hmm. of these, mm-hmm. these, this group. Um, and on your launch night stuff, you might, be have, some, you might have something extra special to your, to your normal kind of yeah. night, so to speak. Um, yes, yeah, so working towards that is, is always, always a helpful, yeah. helpful thing and... Um, but just trying to connect with young people where they're at locally yeah. is yeah. really, really important. And yeah. connecting with parents and all those kind of people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you spoke about, when you when you said you did this uh, back in your time in Newquay, yeah. you spoke about how you rebranded. Mm-hmm. So it, it was just like a completely different thing. That What was the thinking behind that? Um, it just felt at the right time. I think it was a season. Yeah. I think seasons... Uh, I think if you're... Tr- <laughs> it's like the old energy. You don't, you don't just... You know, um, wallpaper over the cracks, do you? You yeah. kind of you, you you need to fill those cracks in and make them new. And I felt like we just felt like at the time it was a new new season and a, a new start, and we needed to give this a new proclamation. So it was, it was the name we had it for. It had um, kind of a reason behind it as well. So it was yeah. kind of something that we 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 really worked and, and prayed together through. Yeah. So, so it reflected the thing that you felt God. Was we felt God was calling us to. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah, and and I think. 
also in this period of time where we've been through summer we're relaunching into a new academic year it is a great opportunity to reinvent as well because there's been a big break and you come back with something different and sometimes like what a rebrand can do is um if you are wanting to change the culture so let's say you, you touched on this earlier let's say you've had like an open youth club and people have been kind of showing up and, and playing pool and you've been chatting and you've been having some good conversations but you, maybe you're thinking well we really want to just be able to talk about jesus and we, yeah. you know we want to be a bit more bold in, in in our faith well actually a great way to do that is to entirely relaunch rebrand and so when young people coming back you know it's communicating that this isn't the thing that you knew yeah. from before this is something that's completely different and it yeah. perhaps creates that opportunity to um to be more explicit about yeah, faith, to be more yeah, explicit yeah, yeah, in your kind of gospel presentation. Maybe you didn't. Know, maybe you want to go as far as you, you had like an open youth club, and now you really want to go for a kind of youth church kind yeah. of vibe. Well, it would almost be silly to have the same name yeah. as before because young people are going to come expecting something different. So it's it's almost really helpful in the way in what it communicates to young people to say, well, that what that used to be called, that's over now, yeah. and now we're starting something new, and that's that's called this. Yeah. Actually, you know, if you're listening to this, maybe Limitless can help you with that. We, you, there are more than um, 50 Limitless youth groups now uh, uh, around the nation and uh, people who just resonate with the values of Limitless and, you know, maybe they're Limitless Glasgow or they're Limitless Portsmouth or anywhere in between. Um, but, you know, that's something we've been able to help people yeah. with as they've wanted to reinvent and they've connected with us as what we're doing. So, yeah, if that's something that can help you and you're listening, uh, don't hesitate to get in touch with us on that. Any other things that... Um, you would say are really important when we consider relaunching, uh, looking into our communities. Are there any other headlines that you'd want to leave people with before uh, we conclude our conversation today? I think uh, I said this previously, so I want to re-emphasise this if anything, nothing else. But that whole, don't be afraid to change anything and everything. Like yeah. there's, yeah. I, I said before, there's no sacred cows. You don't have to do your youth youth group at seven o'clock on a Friday night. Yeah. Um, if that works for you, it seems great. But if actually, when you're talking about the relaunch, then I was thinking another good way of doing that is changing the night, changing the time, so it feels yeah. like yeah. it's yeah. not just a, a change of name on a Friday night at the same time. Yeah. Um, I think the th- biggest thing I've learned in, in the last four years, like I've probably said this, but don't be afraid to give things a go. Don't be afraid to change things. Mm. Even it's just little tinkering you do, that incessant tinkering that you do with yeah, things yeah, along yeah, the yeah. way. Don't be afraid to do it because you know what? It's the old adage, you do, if you do keep doing the same things the same way, you'll always get the same results. And yeah, I, know, yeah, yeah. I know that it's super important that we are re- taking new ground, that we're, we're doing new things, that we're reaching young, unreached yeah. young people. And changing things can help aid that yeah. so um just i just really encourage people to get out of the box to think think big dream big yeah think about and, and as as a team pray together hear the voice of god as to what is it god that you're yeah. calling us to in our community for the young yeah, people it's good it's good and you, you know that thing that you're saying about um you know do the same thing in the same way, you're not going to get different results. Yeah. I, I know exactly what you're saying there, and there's some ways in which that's true. But isn't there also a sense in which, like... Because sometimes I think the reason we don't stop stuff is because we feel that if we stop it, that indicates failure. Okay. But I think sometimes we we stop stuff, not because it's failed, but and you've used this word, because 
the season for that particular ministry yeah. has come to an end. Yeah. And actually, there was a time when doing it that way was right. Really fruitful work well. Yeah, yeah. And there was a time when doing things that way was the way that God asked us to do it. Yeah. But now God has moved on. Yeah. And he's asking us to do something new. But we're still doing this, the old thing. We're yeah. still doing it the old way. Yeah. Because we fear that if we stop it, it will be, it will look like and feel like failure. Yeah. But actually that's success because success is obedience. It's definitely. So, so what God says. So, so, so sometimes it's, you know, that, that, served us well for a season and yeah. God was there for a season yeah. um, but now God is asking us to do this and so in order for us to do that we've got to stop this and we've got to keep in step with the spirit by, by doing it that that's way that's right yeah, yeah. definitely 100% agree yeah. with that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Well, Jamie, this has been really, really helpful conversation um, and lots for leaders to reflect on. I think it'd be good though if we could just maybe finish by praying for all those leaders right now yeah. who are thinking... Uh, who maybe have got more questions than answers, uh, who, who get a sense in their spirit that it is a time for a reset, that it is a time for a relaunch, but maybe that the how remains a little elusive to mm. them. Um, and, and obviously that's not something we can t- tell anyone how to do on a podcast because that's unique to each individual leader and the call yeah. of God that he has on their lives. So why don't, we, why don't you take a moment just to, to pray for them and uh, ask God to, to show them the thing that he's calling them to do yeah, in this it. next season. Yeah, Father, thank you for um, every single youth leader that's listening to this and every single youth leader that's engaged with this. I pray, Lord God, for those who maybe right now are, uh, are in this place where they're thinking, maybe we need to shift things, maybe we do some things differently, maybe we do need to try something. I really pray that you'll give them that spirit that Joshua and Caleb had when they um, went against you, the other spies, and said, you know what, no, we, we, we believe what God has called us to do and, and we, we, we step away from the crowd. Mm. So I pray that you'll help um, youth leaders to be bold to yeah. uh, to do to try things differently, Lord God, and ultimately, Lord God, like we know and I know that you honour our faithfulness, Lord God. So if we were to never change anything, or we would always change everything, you are faithful to your call upon upon us. So help you help um, the leaders listening to be able to get a real vision for what you're doing um, in and through them, in and through the ministry, in and through their communities, and most importantly, to reach young people for the gospel. So I pray these things in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Jamie, thanks so much for being with us on the podcast today and to all of you listening. You know, this stuff sounds like a lot of effort and it is. And youth ministry is a lot of effort. But we just want to remind you that it is so worth it because, hey, what what are you going to give your life to that's more important than than passing on the gospel to the next generation? And in the minutiae of uh, having to kind of work out your programs and how you're going to start in September and all of that stuff, sometimes that can get lost. But we want you to know that the smile of God is over your life. We want to encourage you, keep going, even in in the tough seasons, because what you are doing is critical, it's vital, it's such an important ministry thank you for everything that you do to invest in the lives of young people keep it up and don't forget uh, we'd love to have you join us for limitless leaders on the 18th to the 20th of january 2022 at the hayes conference center at three days of just being together uh, for practical teaching spirit-filled ministry like-minded community with youth and children's ministry leaders you are so so welcome to join us if you would like to Check out limitlesselim.co.uk forward slash leaders and we'll look forward to chatting to you next time on the Limitless Leadership Podcast.